name is Elaine Gray. I'm a hundred years old and I live in Torquay. We always had holidays by the sea because my father had this house at Hope Cove where we used to long summer holidays and Easter holidays. We were just boating and all in the water, out of the water, <laughs> by the sea always. My father um, has a, a little sailing boat built for me at Brixham. Before the war, we had such plans. And then my brother lost his life in the war, and that was the end of all our dreams. But daughter, I bought this little heron dinghy and I taught her to sail, and she's done much more sailing than ever I've done. So it's passed down. My husband, bless him, out of the blue, brought me this canoe. And I just loved it, and I paddled up and down, looking, mainly looking at the sea floor, looking for spider crabs, anything else I could see or, as I paddled up and down. When I was about 85, they banned me. They said if I capsized, I'd never get out. I had to learn when I first had it upside down to tear off the spray deck and get out and not drown. So they said if, when I was about 85, if I'd capsized, I would never have been able to do that. So I said, right. <laughs> Kayak it is, so it doesn't matter if you fall out. <laughs> Just paddling up and down the coast, I actually paddled through the Thurston Rock once, and anything to see on the sea, under the sea, was of interest to me always. My grandson, Jeff, is a crew member of the Saltcombe lifeboat. I think when Jeff became a member in Saltcombe, I thought, well, I've raised money for other causes. I'll, if I can raise a bit of money for the RNLI, because they do need it. When are we going to do this paddle down the estuary, Kate? Well, whenever the weather allows us. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Where are we starting? We're due to start at the Town Quay and oh. paddle down to South Sands on a lifeboat training day. And then the lifeboat, the big one and a smaller one, we're going to be escorting you. So that <laughs> will happen. But unfortunately, that was October and the weather turned against us and it hasn't uh, sorted itself out yet. It's just not warm enough yet. We hope to do this challenge as soon as it can be, but we have to wait on the weather, and you know what the weather's like. <laughs> well, they do a huge amount of work saving lives everywhere, and they have so much, um, they need so much for the upkeep of all these stations, how many, goodness knows how many, and they're always bound to be short of money, so if I can raise just a little bit to help, I'd be happy to do so.
they can dress me up in all the waterproof stuff I need and lift me up bodily and put me in the kayak, then I'm all right. But um, <laughs> I have to have a lot of help before to get ready. <laughs> but I'm on the sea, I'm on the water, I, I'm happy. <laughs> You've got to be sensible, you've got to be very sensible or else you'll have the RNLI coming out to save you. The sea can change quite quickly from flat calms. You've got to know what you're doing, not just go off without a thought because you do need to know what the weather's going to do because the sea can change suddenly from flat calm to big waves. So, no, don't ever go to sea without a life jacket and, and telling somebody. The wonderful life-saving service at sea, without which we would have lost many people. They have been there as long as I can remember and how many lives they've saved is beyond belief. I'm Robin Fitzgerald, B-Class Atlantic 85 Helmsman with RNLI Jersey, and you've been listening to part of the RNLI's 200 Voices collection. To hear more remarkable stories, head to rnli.org forward slash 200 voices, or subscribe to the RNLI wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you. 200 Voices is produced for the RNLI by Adventurous Audio Limited.